Recently, Netflix released a movie called Red Notice, which stars Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and The Rock. This movie got a lot of mixed reviews, but today I'm going to talk about exactly how I felt about it and things I noticed. Before we start, I would like to say these are just my opinions. If you have anything to add to this, please feel free to email me your thoughts at geochris1234 at gmail.com. That is G-I-A-K-R-I-S-1234 at gmail.com. There will be spoilers ahead, so if you've not watched this movie and are planning to, this is not the episode for you. And without further ado, let's get started. The plot of the movie centers around the story of Cleopatra's bejeweled eggs. 2,000 years ago, Mark Anthony gave them to her as a sign of his love, and after her death, the eggs were lost to time. Until 1907, when a farmer found two of them. Only one remains lost. Cutting to present day, John Hartley of the FBI, a criminal profiler who's played by The Rock, is assigned to work with Agent Orvashi Das of Interpol in order to investigate the potential theft of one of the eggs in Rome. The head of security at the museum dismisses the concerns, but Hartley reveals that the egg on display was actually a fake and the real egg was already stolen. And this is where we meet Ryan Reynolds. I mean, Nolan Booth. They're practically the same person, and we'll talk about that later, but um, Nolan Booth is a prolific international art thief. There's this big chase sequence between Hartley and Booth in the museum, but Booth manages to escape to his lair in Bali with the egg. New plot twist. Hartley is already there, and Interpol snags the egg and other stolen art from the house and arrests Booth. All is going well until the next day, when Das confronts Hartley about his supposed robbery of the egg. Apparently, the egg that was taken into custody was also a fake, and since Hartley was the last person with it, he obviously did it. We'll get to who did it in a moment, but that's what we need to know for right now. So Hartley and Booth are both imprisoned in a remote Russian prison, and they unfortunately become cellmates, and they don't have a great time there, especially with Hartley being a fed, which is public enemy number one in any single prison you go to. Um, Shortly after their arrival, the pair are brought to the warden's office, and now we meet our third main character, aka Miss Sarah Black, aka The Bishop. The Bishop is an art thief that Hartley has been looking for for a very long time. It's like been his life's mission to both snag her and Booth. The, bish- the Bishop's also a rival of Booth because she is at this moment number one international art thief and he wants to be number one. So just know that's their connection. Black had actually been the one to switch the eggs back in Bali and frame Hartley for the crime in order to get him to the Russian prison um, because she wants him out of the way, which is a great move, might I add. She proposes to Booth that they work together to find the egg because apparently he's the only one who knows where it is, but he declines because, again, they're rivals and he does not want to help her. Um, She kind of just leaves them to rot in the prison and at that point, Hartley now suggests that he and Booth should work together to find the egg because that would be a win-win situation. Hartley can clear his name, Booth would become number one art thief. This is enough to tempt Booth and they both launch a very successful escape plan it remains to be one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie, besides Museum Chase. Um, we'll have a pattern of all the action scenes in this movie being really good, and then some of the scenes that are just plain acting kind of falling flat, but we'll talk about that later. Where do they go first after escaping Russia? Valencia, Italy. Uh, as of that moment, the second egg was actually in possession of an arms dealer named Soto Voce, who turns out to be a complete psychopath with daddy issues, which is we always need one of those in a heist movie and in this case he's in two scenes and that's it um hartley and black not hartley and black hartley and booth infiltrate this masquerade ball that voce's throwing in order to get closer to the egg and it also turns out that black's there because black is always one step ahead uh hartley and her dance in this scene where she kind of like taunts him and she he's like i'm gonna stop you it's very spicy or that's at least what they want it to be um voce apparently gets jealous because he had made his target of affection affection black which i get it 
Gal Gadot is a very attractive woman, and there's this giant man dancing with her now, and his alpha male personality is threatened. So he asks to steal her from Hartley, and they kind of move on, and they've gone on with the heist now. Booth manages to get into the vault. The two enter. Um, turns out Black also enters, so now they're all fighting. Again, really good action scene um, with these very ancient, expansive artifacts. Obviously, Black bodies them because she's Wonder Woman in disguise, and as they are reeling from defeat, Voce just strolls in, and then Black spins this story where she noticed these two men going into the office and she took them down for him because she's in love with him in order to protect his collection of old rocks. And this is where it's revealed Black and Voce are working together. Voce apparently loves torture, so he straps both Hartley and Booth up to this pole and decides to electrocute Hartley to get information from Booth. It doesn't seem like it would be successful, but oftentimes in an enemies-to-friends trope, it's not explicitly stated when the two friends start liking each other. So at this point, it turns out Booth actually likes Hartley. So he tells Black that the egg is located in Egypt, in the original tomb of Cleopatra. And like a true criminal, she double-crosses Voce because Homegirl has been poisoning him since the moment they stepped into the room by the alcohol he had been drinking throughout the torture session. And after he passes out, she pretends to be distraught in front of the guards and runs away. Hartley and Boots' escape ends up putting them in the middle of a bullfight. This scene is pretty much the rock being the rock and Ryan running maniacally around a bull. Um, Quite entertaining. They both eventually leave Valencia and this is where our next plot twist comes out of the blue. It turns out Booth had lied to Black and the real location of the egg is Argentina, which is a location only he knows because it was inscribed on his dad's watch. And the watch had belonged to Adolf Hitler's personal art curator, Rudolf Zeich. Don't ask me. I don't understand it either. By the way, Booth has daddy issues and his dad's dad. I feel like that's important to mention for his character, that is. Um, the duo search the jungles of Argentina and they find the bunker. This bunker, again, belongs to Rudolf Zeich, a Nazi. So there are, of course, a number of Nazi artifacts along with the third egg. And because we can't have nice things in life, it turns out Black knows that Booth was lying and tracked them down to the bunker. And because we really can't have nice things in life, Doss and her Interpol agents crash the party as well. So now we have another epic car chase, especially this time is really cool because they're in an antique Mercedes-Benz 770 and they're in an armored truck. So like it's the three of them in a Mercedes and Doss in an armored vehicle. Um, Just saying it's not really, the scene wasn't really it for me. It's not my favorite action scene just because I'm not a fan of car chases, but this one was pretty okay by turns of car chases. Um, not fast and furious level, but you know, it did its thing. The three escape by jumping out of a waterfall into a lake and Boots swims to shore with the egg and starts to freak out because Hartley is not on shore. Eventually he does find Hartley, but this is where the ultra major mega plot twist happens. So Hartley's about to arrest Black and he's about to pull out the handcuffs and he's about to put them on her. And then out of nowhere, the two just start macking. And believe me, I was just as shocked as Booth was because I was like, what is going on? Um, Turns out, Hartley was never a true FBI agent. He's actually a con man and the romantic partner of Sarah Black, and the two of them make up the bishop. There are two bishops on a chessboard, therefore the name makes sense. Booth ends up surrendering the egg. I guess I don't really remember what that deal was about because I think he, he, he didn't just give it to them. There was some sort of ultimatum but they leave him handcuffed bare. I feel like I should have mentioned this earlier, but the reason everyone wanted the eggs was because this Egyptian billionaire wanted to gift them to his daughter for her wedding and was willing to pay 300 million for it. So that's why everyone wanted the eggs. Um, So after they leave Booth in Argentina, they logically go to Cairo to deliver the eggs and attend the wedding. And this is actually a pretty funny scene because as the reception starts, the wedding is interrupted by Das 
because they have a raid and they figured out the eggs are there because the eggs were stolen. It's stolen property. Therefore, they can get arrested. They arrest both the bride and her father. Um, just putting this out there, I've never been a fan of Ed Sheeran. I think he makes good music. I just don't really vibe with a lot of it. His acting, however, is a whole different topic, especially his comedic acting. This man has an uncredited cameo in the wedding scene because apparently Ed Sheeran was hired to play for their first dance or whatever or whatever. And when Das's raid happens, Ed Sheeran gets arrested too because he's like, I don't know, apprentice, acquaintance to like the billionaire. So I guess he's like an accomplice or whatever. Um, and as he's getting pulled off stage, the man is screaming things like, don't you know who the fuck I am? I'm Ed Sheeran, bitch. It's one of the most enjoyable moments in the entire movie just because he, it's just him yelling. It's so funny. Um, we cut to six months later. Harley and Black are ambushed by Booth on their yacht. Yes, they have a yacht. Who tells them that he tattled to Das about their Cayman Islands account, which included their payout from the eggs. And those accounts have been frozen, which means they have no money. He also tells them that Interpol is on the way, but offers them a chance to escape if they helped him with a new heist that requires three people. Therefore, he can't do it on his, on his own. And the two are like, we don't want to go to jail, and we also want money. So they agree to help, and they all escape. And the movie ends with Das placing red notices in all three of them as they begin the heist in the Louvre, of all places. Um... Yeah, if you don't know what a red notice is, it's pretty much just, like, you're most wanted. If you see them, arrest them on sight, that kind of shit. Yeah. Red notice. Title of the movie. So, obviously, as I stated from, like, how I explained the movie, there were a few scenes that I really liked. That does not mean I loved the movie, and I think I know why I couldn't full-heartedly enjoy it. Um, recently, when I was on TikTok, as one is, I learned about the difference between personality actors and character actors. So personality actors are actors who have a career of playing themselves, or different iterations of themselves. So Ryan Reynolds is a really good example of this. Deadpool, Nolan Booth from this movie, and one from Six Underground are all just variants of Ryan. The tenets of their personalities are taken from the personality of Ryan, just a very sarcastic, kind of like funny laid back characters they're all pretty much the same person it's just different iterations of the same person character actors are actors who have a career of playing different people um a really good example of this that i haven't seen people use is joseph gordon levitt um arthur from inception and tom from 500 days of summer are two very different people so he plays different people he's not really joseph in those movies this movie had three different personality actors as a focus point, and that's not a bad thing by any means. There are a lot of movies that use personality actors as the focus, and that's not the problem. I think for me, this just became a movie about The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot cosplaying as thieves. That might be not, not that might not be the case for everyone, but I, for me, it was like watching the three of them cosplay as art thieves. Um, that being said, I really did enjoy the action sequences just because it was those three as, as a combination. Those three are very good at physical acting um the vault fight was a very good scene but other than that i just didn't really vibe with it as much as other heist movies i've seen but there are things i liked about it um mainly the action sequences it's hard to get an action sequence done right just because there's a lot of factors that go into it and on top of everything an action sequence can't be boring because then you lose people's attention and the movie just fall, kind of falls flat um the pacing has the pacing has to be right and the scene has to grab your attention and all of this action sequences in this movie did that um the one that really caught my eye was the museum chase and also the prison escape everything that was ha happening was happening in this clear concise order not too much was happening at once and overall it had a very logical way for the scene to play out 
I also really like the stylistic choices for wardrobe. I've never been the type to notice what people are wearing in like movies and stuff, but I've started to notice it a lot more, especially in this movie. All of their wardrobes really suited their personalities. Like Black had this very chic, sophisticated sense of style where everything really accentuated her height and the lines of her figure. She had a lot of monochrome outfits, a lot of like curved lines and like a lot of lines in general. Um, and then Hartley, when he was cosplaying as the FBI, he had stuck to me in these suits to portray this very upstanding officer of the law. And when he was revealed to be the con man, he kind of morphed into more relaxed choices, like um, more like relaxed suits, not like there's no like suit and tie kind of shit. Um, Booth had a lot of laid back day wear, which showed the laid back personality. It's not really that hard to describe. Overall, though, I would give the movie a 6 out of 10. It's not amazing, but it's not, like, abysmal. It's just, it's just good. Like, I can't really give it anything other than it's just good, you know? Like, it's not a bad movie by any means. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed other heist movies, which is fair, I should say. Anywho, thank you so much for listening and joining me on this journey. I hope you continue to listen to this podcast. My socials are at GS726 on Insta, at G8.K on TikTok, and G1A on YouTube. If you enjoy listening to stories and true crime, you should check out my other podcast, Weird and Wonky Tales with Gia, where I talk about stories from mythology and true crime cases. COVID is still prominent in the U.S., especially with the Omicron variant going up. My school literally got pushed back, like, by a week. So wear masks, stay away from social gatherings, get vaccinated, get your boosters, stay away from populated areas, and just do everything you can not to catch the virus. It's literally been two years of living through this thing, and I would say that we're all kind of tired of it. So let's try to bring the variant down, please. Um, support the BLM movement by donating to Bell Fund, signing petitions, attending protests, and spreading awareness. And this was the Musings of a Raging Introvert. I'll see you next week for a deep delve into whatever I want.